Welcome back to I'm Trying the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and it's a pleasure, as always, to have you here listening. I'm coming at you on a sleepy Sunday evening. Just got done walking timber, and as per usual, on my walks are when all the thoughts and feelings and everything just start to flow through my body. And I've been trying to think about what I wanted to share on this week's episode while simultaneously feeling like I wasn't in the right headspace or energy. And I mean, that turns out to be what today's episode is all about is emotions and feeling them and big feelings. And for the last few days, I just kept telling myself, no, you know, I'm not in the right headspace. I need to be more upbeat and happy and able to really sink in what I want to get through with the message of the podcast. And as I was out in this walk with Timber, it's like 98 degrees at 9 p.m. at night. I'm kind of just, I'm just not feeling it, you know? I'm like, this is fucking hot. There's bugs. I'm itchy. I'm tired. You know, I'm just, I find myself kind of, kind of spiraling. And then a little breeze came along. Something sort of shifted. I took a deep breath. And I was like, whew, wow. Emily, you have been feeling some big feelings for the past, well, for the past long while, (laughs) but especially for the past week and past few days. And you have been trying to just kind of push them down and step around them and step over them and do anything and everything to avoid simply being with them. This is not a new concept. This is not something I'm having this grand revelation about, right? I have heard this before. You have probably heard this before. I have experienced it before. You have probably experienced it before. And it is the concept and what this episode is going to be of a reminder to myself and you and all of us that feelings and emotions are meant to be felt and they're meant to be a part of our experience here as you know in in human form here on earth so often though we don't we do everything we can to fight that we shove them down we push them away we avoid we distract and for good reason right i mean nobody wants to feel shitty or sad or down or low but it's the duality of life and i've talked about that so many times on this podcast right we have the highs bring the lows and you know, the light brings the dark and any contrast you could think of, right? And it's it's not about getting rid of that entirely. It's about sort of easing the peaks of it. And so it's not so many high, so high, high to be so low, low, but you kind of find these ebbs and flows. And when it comes to emotions, I've definitely had, I guess, a tumultuous relationship with them. At a really young age, I started dissociating and detaching and really just learning to either not feel my emotions or not accept them, shove them down, or sort of flip switch them very quickly. And if I felt this, it automatically became that so that I was bypassing whatever that original feeling emotion was. And a good example of this, and then I'll get into the real meat and potatoes of this episode, I suppose. Wow, that is such a Northeast thing to say, meat and potatoes. Wow, okay, so back on track. (laughs) 
last week I recorded an episode on June 12th, which was would have been my mom's birthday. She passed a long time ago, etc. And here I am right now, right? When this emotion comes up for me of grief, I oftentimes in the past few years have automatically turned it into this sort of yes, but I wouldn't be here today without that. Yes, but that made me the person I am today. Yes, but I've learned and grown so much from the insane experience, right, of losing her so young. But on this day that I recorded last Monday, I was genuinely just feeling at peace. I, it was a good day. At least it felt a good day to me, my perception of good. (laughs) The sun was out, I had slept well, and I just woke up feeling very at peace and honestly like connected to my mom the spirit of her and having these oh my cat just fell off my desk Faye are you okay wow she landed in a perfect laying position that's some skill uh okay so yes this day right I was having all these just pleasant memories and emotions honestly wash over me of the beautiful life my mom did live and our time together and how happy she'd be of my life right now you know and it was just really neat and part of last week's episode right was me talking about love and that experience of turning grief to peace and learning to love again etc and that was all very true for that day and and for my life my reality right i have reached a place where i can feel that level of peace and love with something that used to just pull me so so deep into the darkest parts of myself however about four days later I just started to feel a little off you know and I I don't know what initially set it off I don't know if it was just a little bit of fatigue I think there were a couple things right and then I found myself in therapy and somehow the conversation got turned to my mom which you know I just it didn't start that way. I don't know really remember how we even got talking about my mom. And all of a sudden, I felt this wave, this tidal wave of grief wash over me. And I couldn't even speak. My throat closed up. My heart stopped. My body froze. And I just felt my mind automatically firing off of like, what the fuck? I thought I was good. I thought I was over this. And that was such a conflicting, odd thought to have in the midst of experiencing such insane grief. And here I was, a few days after feeling so much peace and love and bliss, here I was a few days later, caught in the throes of, once again, this emotion that lives within me of grief and despair and sadness, but also with all of that, extreme love. And my therapist... You know, she noticed my leg was like bouncing a mile a minute and she noticed I I quit speaking and my entire body just changed, right? And so she asked, you know, "What what are you feeling right now? And I tried to explain what I was feeling and how it was such an insane contrast to what I had felt days prior on my mom's birthday. And I just explained to her how I just don't understand, right? Like I what's happening? Why, why can't, I thought I was good. (laughs) And she very gently reminded me 
a few things. And the first one being that emotions are big. And oftentimes they are not as simple as we think they are. It's not just me experiencing grief and sadness in that moment of the tidal wave washing over me. She reminded me that it is also extreme love. Grief is love that cannot be fully expressed because that person or thing or whatever it might be is not there with you or is not receiving of it in a physical, emotional, spiritual sense, whatever it might be, right? The same could be if you don't have a relationship with someone in your life, right? They've blocked you out of their life and they're not receiving your love. That is grief you're feeling because it is love not expressed, love not received. So she first reminded me of that, right? And I've been so trying to tune into the dualities of life and yet here I was forgetting that emotion too. There is duality. Grief stems from extreme love. Love comes with loss eventually, right? And on the other side of bliss are, is despair or sadness, whatever it might be, right? I'm not an emotion expert here. But it was this beautiful reminder I needed of like, wow. There is the contrast to everything, the duality of everything, emotions included. And for me to be, for me to sort of funnel it down to being so single, singleness of, you know, this is grief. Why can't I get over this grief? No, I can't get over this grief because with the grief is this extreme love that will never, ever go away. And when I can accept that, and I can embrace the grief as it is and simply be in it, I'm allowing myself to be in that love that it is stemming from, that it is of. And that was a huge revelation for me. I hadn't necessarily thought of it that way. The second part of this therapy session and big feelings, emotions that she sort of brought to light for me was once again the somatics and the idea of moving energy, emotions, feelings through your body, working with them, moving with them versus trying to stifle them and shut them down. When I felt that tidal wave of grief wash over me, that big emotion, big feeling, and I started tapping my leg vigorously, ferociously, and I quit talking, and I felt my body seize up, I was going into fight or flight. I was trying to defend. I was trying to run away all at the same time. She literally said, she's like, the balancing of your leg moment movement is called running. You are, is it is a running response. You are attempting to like energetically, emotionally, whatever it might be, run from this experience instead of be with it. And by freezing up and shutting down and not sharing, not speaking, I am putting all that heavy, big feeling emotion right back into my body, stirring it right back into my throat chakra, (laughs) right back into my heart, right back into my sacral, where I have carried this heavy, heavy experience and feeling of life for years. And I've known that. I just, you know, (laughs) sometimes you know things and yet you still don't do much to change it. But I'm in a season of change. I'm in a season of growth and shifting and I'm here to take action and make change on things that I've been letting go on for a bit too long now. So what she did, and this is something that I want you to hear and reflect on and see if there's a way to apply it to your own experience. 
your own emotions. So there I was in that state, leg bouncing a mile a minute, all closed up, throat shut, like not talking, stifled, shutting it down, shutting myself down. And she very gently invited me to stop moving my legs. And I stopped the frantic bouncing <laughs> with slight fear of, oh no, can I, can I actually stop that? What will happen if I am not doing this and I have this tidal wave of emotion flowing over me? And she invited me to just stop my bouncing of the leg, but to replace it with another movement, a much more intentional movement. And it was to keep my heels grounded on the ground, grounded to the earth, and then to gently, one foot at a time, lift my toes up, put them down, lift the other toes up, put them down, lift the other toes up, put them down, and repeat. Sort of this gentle walking motion while keeping my heels entirely placed on the ground. You know, I'm sitting on a couch while doing this. And at first it felt a little silly, but then I reminded myself, how is this any sillier than <laughs> bouncing my leg a mile, a mile a minute? <laughs> and so I kept doing it. And then the next step was to take a big, deep inhale and a big exhale. And then to do that again and again until I felt my throat loosen up and I felt that knot, that stuckness in my throat start to dissipate. And then she asked me if I could put a hand over my heart and then my other hand over that hand and just close my eyes. And you can probably hear even the difference in my voice explaining this setup versus the initial setup, right? Originally, the emotion washes over me. I am frantic. I am chaotic. If you rewind a minute ago and hear me explaining the situation, I am talking faster. My pitch is different because I was embodying the energy of that moment to explain it to you. And now, as I've thought through to describe the somatic calming experience that my therapist walked me through, I have also calmed my own heart and nervous system again. And that's how fucking powerful this type of work can be. When you can get out of your head, out of the cycles, out of the patterns, out of the impulsive reactions and fight or flight actions that we may default to, and instead, slow down, be intentional, be aware, and be with your body, be with yourself and your experience, that's when the change happens. That's when the relief, the breakthroughs, the realizations come through. That's when the good shit happens, the good healing. <laughs> and so... Maybe you're not wound up with emotion right now. And maybe you aren't for a few days. But the next time you feel yourself perhaps under the weight, under the wave of a heavy emotion, a heavy feeling, a heavy experience, or not even heavy, maybe it's just big. Maybe it feels a little too big for you to handle. And you feel that fight or flight kick in. 
you feel your mind start racing, your legs start bouncing, whatever nervous tick or agitated tick or movement or sensation that may happen for you, if you can practice being aware of when that starts to happen, and then you can start to practice how to self-soothe and regulate your nervous system and come back down to work through the experience and move it through your body versus just shoving it down. This could look different for anyone. You don't have to do that like heel on the ground, gentle walking motion with your legs. You could find a gentle sway in your body instead. Maybe you find a gentle tapping sensation of your fingers against your legs. Maybe you gently roll out your ankles or you slowly tap from heel to foot or heel to toe, heel to toe. I would suggest if you can, definitely a hand over the heart and then your other hand over that hand or one hand over the heart, one hand over your abdomen maybe one hand over your heart, one on your forehead, wherever you're feeling that stuck energy or the frantic or whatever it might be, put your hand there and remind yourself who you are, where you are, and how you are right now, how you want to be. And then if you can, which actually I don't even know why I said if you can, definitely bring breath into it. Intentional breathing has the power to literally heal. It can change your entire experience in a moment. It could be a gentle soother. It could be a transformative practice. It could be a subtle shift. Or it could entirely, you know, heal a sensation you're feeling. Whatever caliber of breath you're needing, it's available to you and it's free, and you can practically do it wherever, right? There are the more intense forms of breath and breath work that you might not want to do, that you definitely don't want to do on public transport or while you're walking or while you're driving. Those aren't, you'd have to find a practice, right? Like you're not just going to accidentally start breathing in that that type of way. You would be guided or you would be in a practice, whatever it be. And those are great for like transformative practices or for doing like some big healing work. But there are also these daily ways you can breathe and subtle practices you can do to shift things in the moment and to change how you're feeling in this experience. And that could be as simple as equal ratio breathing. You're going to close your mouth and then you're going to be doing all the breathing through your nose. You'll inhale for four seconds hold for four seconds, exhale through your nose for four seconds, hold for four seconds, inhale for four seconds, and repeat. Inhale, hold, exhale, hold. Inhale, hold, exhale, hold. You could do three seconds, four seconds, five seconds. You could also, if maybe you're out walking or you're in a public place and you want to make it seem very, you know, like nobody's going to notice, Simply close your mouth and breathe intentionally through your nose. Just that shift from mouth breathing to nose breathing already. There's been so much scientific data on this. I just read the book Breath by James Nestor. I've done breathwork certification. I have an angel of a best friend that's a breathwork facilitator. Like 
there is so much research and background on the benefits of nose breathing and it can quite literally (laughs) transform your life but even on these subtle daily moments right I'll find myself in a state of you know frenzied energy heightened emotion whatever it is and I'll realize just some nose breathing would help you close your mouth breathe in through your nose breathe out through your nose it's not going to nobody's going to look over and be like oh my god is this she are they doing breath work on the bus are they doing breath work here in the office where like at the grocery store no one's even going to know you're just breathing through your nose but that already is going to be a bit calming or you could just you know try to elongate your inhale and elongate your exhale no matter what you do what you decide on what feels right for you your body your experience i just hope that this i guess this episode went a little not off course it just i didn't know where it was going with it and i'm kind of loving this ending to it I just hope that this episode inspires you to be with your emotions, to be with the big feelings and the big emotions, and remember that there is that duality to everything in life and even to our emotions and emotional states, and to experiment with these practices or find your own practices to self-soothe and regulate yourself when you are in these big emotional experiences. There are times where being with a heavy emotion, like, oh, so how this episode began, right? I said the last few days I've been feeling a little off, and today especially I was. And I kept finding myself once again trying to turn things around and be grateful for this and oh, I'm so happy for this. And then just coming to realize, like, no, fuck, no. (laughs) I am lonely right now, and I'm going to let myself be in that loneliness. I will find something that brings me a bit of joy, like reading or going for a walk or cooking, but I am not going to push this heavy feeling of loneliness away. Or earlier today, it was frustration. And... I was like, I'm just, I'm frustrated. There, I accept it. I am in this frustration. Can I find a way to work through it? Possibly, but I'm also not going to get more frustrated if this doesn't help me (laughs) alleviate the frustration. Thankfully, what I chose to do, work out, (laughs) did help me move through the frustration. So I didn't have to have that, you know, back and forth with it. But at the end of the day, it was just a beautiful reminder for me these last few weeks that emotions and feelings and experiences are meant to be felt and they deserve acknowledgement and they deserve our attention. And that doesn't mean let yourself completely spiral and feed into stories or limiting beliefs or such as that. But there is this in-between and this practice of being in your emotion and being in the present moment and just embodying this experience that you have in this human form here on earth. And so I'm going to wrap it up there before I get into another spiel. But I just hope that any of you listening and myself included, we can all find some ease and peace while letting our full emotional range move through things, if that makes sense.
it's getting late. I need sleep. But regardless, thank you for listening. I'd love to hear your thoughts. I'd love to hear if this resonates, if you have a thought to oppose something, if you have your own experience to add, whatever it might be. Uh, it truly means the world to connect and know that I'm not just speaking into a microphone each week. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for being here. And I'll talk to you all next time. Bye.